Good day. This is the Way Back to Eden's Ministry, a platform that promotes truth. I am your host. I am Bay Horse 326. The purpose of this podcast is to inspire this community onto higher heights in righteousness and to turn our hearts toward Eden restored. At this spiritual filling station, I am inviting you to come on in and to sit down for a few minutes, listen in, and drink up these words of truth. Right here, right now, you can have your spiritual thirst quenched by today's spoken word. Today's spoken word will be gleaned from the book of 2 Corinthians 5, 2 Corinthians 5, verses 17 through 21. 17 through 21. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Yeshua the Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. I will entitle today's spoken word, True Disciples of Yahweh. True Disciples of Yahweh. Anyone who is joined to Christ is a new being. The old is gone and the new person has emerged. A person may not be able to tell the exact time or place when he gave his heart to God. He may not see the steps that brought him to Christ. But this does not prove that he is not a child of God. Christ said to Nicodemus, The wind blows wherever it wishes. You hear the sound it makes, but you do not know where it comes from or where it is going. It is like that with everyone who is born of the Spirit of Christ. We cannot see the wind, but we can see what it does. We cannot see the Holy Spirit of God as he works on the heart. But his power brings us new life. That power creates a new person in the image of God. Although we cannot see or hear the workings of the Spirit, we can see what effect it has upon us. If our hearts have been changed By the Spirit of God, our lives will show the change. We cannot change our hearts or make our characters like God's. We must not trust in our own strength or believe that our good deeds will save us. 
but our lives will show whether we have the grace of God in our hearts. It will change our characters, our habits, and the way we live. Other people will see the difference between what we used to be and who we have become. The character is not shown by one good deed or even a bad one. The character is shown by the way we speak and act each and every day, day after day. It is true that we may act in the right way without the power of God. We may do good so that other people will think well of us. We may even avoid evil because we want to look right in the sight of our friends and associates. Even a selfish person may give to a good cause or help the needy. How can we know then whose side we are on? Who owns our hearts? Whom are we thinking about? Whom do we love to talk about? Who has our warmest love and our best work? If we belong to Christ, we think often about him and our kindest thoughts are of him. We have laid at his feet all we have and all in whom we are. We want to be like him and have his spirit in us. We desire to follow his way and to please him in everything. If we become new persons in Christ, we will have the fruits of the Spirit in our lives. They are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, and self-control. Followers of Christ will no longer act as they did before. They will follow by faith in Christ's footsteps. They will show his character and be pure just as he is pure. Those who follow Yahweh will love the things they used to hate. They will hate the things they used to love. The proud will become humble. The foolish will become wise. Those who used to get drunk will stay sober. Impure people will become pure people. Those who love the proud fashions of the world will lay them aside. Followers of Yahweh will not try to gain attention by the things they wear. Instead, their beauty should consist of true inner self, the ageless beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is of the greatest value in God's sight. True repentance changes a person. The sinner will confess his sins and return what he has stolen. He will love God and other people. When the sinner does these things, he will know that he has passed from death unto life. When we come to Christ, and accept his pardon and grace. Love develops in our hearts. Our work does not seem hard, and what God asks us to do becomes a pleasure. The path that used to be dark is made bright,
by rays from the sun of righteousness. The beauty of Christ's character will be seen in his followers. Christ was delighted to do what his father asked. Love to God was the guiding power in our Savior's life. Love made all his acts kind and beautiful. Love comes from God. It cannot come from sinful hearts. It is found only in hearts where Christ lives. We love because God first loved us. In hearts made new by God's grace, love is the guiding power. Love changes our characters, rules our feelings, and controls our desires. It drives out hate and helps us to be true to those we say we love. God's love in our hearts sweetens our lives and has a good influence on everyone around us. Children of God need to guard against two mistakes in thinking. People who have just started to trust God especially need to watch for these two things. The first is, is the mistake of trusting our good works to bring ourselves to God. If we try to become holy by obeying the law in our own strength, we will find it impossible to do. Everything we do without Christ is spoiled by selfishness and sin. Only the grace of Christ through faith can make us holy. The second is this. The second mistake is just as dangerous. It is the idea that we do not need to keep the law of God when we believe in Christ. Since the grace of God is received through faith alone, some people think that what they do has nothing to do with their redemption. The Bible teaches that obedience is more than just doing right. It is more than doing what we are told to do. Obedience is the service of love. God's law shows us what he is like. Love is the very center of the law. God's government in heaven and on earth is built on his law of love. Will not the law of God be carried out in our lives if we are like him? When love is in our hearts and when we become like our creator, God keeps his promise. I will put my laws in their hearts and write them on their minds. If the law is written in the heart, will it not shape the life? Obedience is a true sign of love. It also is the sign that we are followers of God. The Bible says our love for God means that we obey his commandments. If we say that we know him, but do not obey his commandments, we are liars and there is no truth in us. And that's 1 John 5, verse 3, and 1 John 5, uh, 2, verse 4. Faith does not excuse us from obeying the law. 
Through faith and faith alone, we share the grace of Christ and grace makes it possible for us to obey his law. We do not earn salvation by obeying God's law. Salvation is God's free gift to all mankind and we receive it by faith. But obedience is the fruit of faith. You know that Christ appeared in order to take away sins and that there is no sin in him. So everyone who lives in union with Christ does not continue to commit sin. But whoever continues to sin has never seen Christ or has never known him. This is the true test. When we live in Christ, and his love lives in us, our feelings and our thoughts will agree with what his holy law shows us God wants us to do. Let no one deceive you, my brothers and sisters. Whoever does what is right is righteous, just as Christ is righteous. God's holy Ten Commandment law given to Israel on Sinai tells us what righteousness is. A faith in Christ which teaches that we do not need to obey God is not true faith. It is teaching something that is not true. For it is by God's grace that you have been saved through faith. Even so, faith, if it has not works, is dead. Yeshua said of himself before he came to earth, how I love to do your will, my God. I keep your commandments, hide them in my heart. Before Christ returned to heaven, after being on the earth, he said, I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. The Bible further states, if we obey God's commands, then we are sure that we know him. If we say that we remain in union with Christ, we should live just as Christ did. For Christ himself suffered for you and I and left us an example so that we should follow in his footsteps. The plan by which God gives us eternal life has always been the same. It is still the same as it was in the Garden of Eden before Adam and Eve fell into sin. God gives eternal life to those who obey his law perfectly, to those who have perfect righteousness. Eternal life cannot be given by any other plan, for then the happiness of all creation would be in danger. Sin would go on forever. Suffering and unhappiness would never end. It was possible for Adam, before he sinned, to form a righteous character by obeying God's law. But Adam failed to do this. Because of his sin, we are all sinners and we cannot make ourselves righteous. Because we are sinful and unholy, we cannot perfectly obey God's law. We have no righteousness of our own to do what God's law requires. 
but Christ has made a way of escape for us. He lived on earth, facing the same kind of trials and temptations we have to face each day. He lived a sinless life. He died for us, and now he offers to take our sins and give us his righteousness. We may give ourselves to him and accept him as our savior. Then, no matter how sinful our lives have been, we are counted as being righteous because of him. Christ's character will stand in the place of our characters. We are accepted by God just as if we had not sinned. This is today's spoken word. True disciples of Yahweh. Permit me to pray. Great Yahweh, the test of our discipleship is found in how we live our lives. And I am asking you today that each of us within this community will examine ourselves and be sure that our lives are patterned after the pattern man, Yeshua, the great Messiah. His life alone stands as the perfect example, and he too kept all your commandments, and we too must keep your commandments. This is the test of true discipleship. I am asking you today to enter into our hearts and make changes for us because we cannot make them of our own. Come now, sweet Holy Spirit. Breathe upon your people. Change us from the inside out. Give us a new heart, I pray. And may your name be praised, honored, and glorified. It's my prayer. In the great and matchless name of Yeshua, our great Messiah. Amen and amen. Kindly note. Today's spoken word and all prior episodes can be found on various podcast platforms, but I will highlight Spotify and Anchor FM under the moniker Bayhorse 326. Please visit us there for your listening pleasure of all episodes that have been published. Also note, this ministry owns no rights to any songs that are shared on this platform. All songs are sung simply to inspire us unto higher heights in righteousness. Thank you for listening and shalom in Messiah.